Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Town of Hastings ain't never going to be the same because we are live at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings for our 11th annual project, Down and Dirty. This one is construction. <laughs> Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. Yeah, we're all going by experience today, by the way. Yeah, did you hear? That's yeah. a sign of they leadership were, I don't us. know why. Um, the morning show uh, that I'm on, they were pretty shocked at the addition of the word experience. Did they just find out about this this morning? They did, well, what and they were, was... they were just completely like, what? <laughs> so what happened was our rejoiner oh yeah which played during you, our show oh, played during their show so and it was the Jason wrong show identifier went, what what is well that? we've been waiting for people to, to do that because we did not ask anyone for permission <laughs> no. about re- changing the name and then rocco dj rock lobster who's on team don and steve yeah he sent um our friend who does you hear her voice all the time yes our us voice back. girl he sent her a script that had the Donna and Steve experience multiple times. And it was, I know. We're we're like, like, oh, this is so great doing? because as Donna knows in radio, to change the name of a show is like there are meetings. They they actually mm-hmm. will do like a, a testing with the audience yep. to oh, see yeah. whether or not it sticks. And you guys just did it. That's what I love about this station. I have people, um, I know people who have changed their actual air names like mid career oh. and i'm like why would you do that oh that's weird and a lot of times it's because something that was trendy 10 years ago yeah. isn't trendy anymore right right you like know? meta world peace i mean what are we talking about here like the word fly for example may have oh. been hit <laughs> just taken out of the air right <laughs> yes. now yep just taking that one out of the air okay. so that may have been you know so if your name was like jimmy fly okay if you were jimmy yes. fly on the radio it might have been fly back in the day, but right, right now it might feel a little like, passe. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, Interesting. boss. All right, on that note. <laughs> By the way, we were signing up. We have to sign a waiver here at uh, Extreme Sandbox. because you <laughs> Otherwise, yes, you did, you when you died. break this equipment, um, <laughs> they want to make sure that you're willing to pay for it. Is that what it said? I didn't oh, read the fine sure. print. <laughs> John, oh, John's I, like, listen, I'm still paying my last car repair. That's right. <laughs> but then speaking of names, then someone out here said... Who is the last name blah blah blah? And I said, Oh, I know her. So I had to help explain them explain to them that maybe all of our last names aren't the last names on our birth certificates. Oh. And then so when we were signing waivers, we put our certificate name on there and there was a bit of confusion. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. do you guys, you? what's your goal today? Okay, so <laughs> right now, you guys, this is incredible. We've raised money by not even being here this morning. So oh, we are no. up to $12,053. This is so, it's so amazing. It was, it was the, I think, the best day one we've ever had of fundraising. It was unbelievable what my talkers did, stepping up. And we have four wonderful charities that we're partnering with. And you showed up in such a big way. And so our hope here, let's not be bashful about it, is to make this the most successful Project Down and Dirty that we have ever had. And that means that wonderful charities will stand to benefit, including ours. Make a wish. 
Minnesota, who is just wonderful. You hear the name Make-A-Wish. We said this yesterday. If you think, oh, Make-A-Wish, they're doing fine. They're Make-A-Wish. Everybody knows about Make-A-Wish. Well, that's true, but there are individual chapters that make up Make-A-Wish, and those individual chapters rely on individual local donations exactly. to grant the wishes of so many people. I have this great story I need to share with you. I got it last night, and I was so happy to share it with both of you. <laughs> Do you remember yesterday morning, we were all gobsmacked when during the first hour, we saw a $2,000 donation yeah. from one person. And, uh, and that person referenced for our fighting hero, Gianna. Yes. So last night, I get a message on Instagram. And it's from a woman named Haley. And she said, hey, Steve, I'm a big fan of yours. So imagine my surprise when I heard you speaking about my daughter today while listening to a podcast of the Donna and Steve show. My dear and amazing friend, Karen Kress, who lives in Colorado but is a former Twin Cities native, donated an astonishing $2,000 this oh, morning in honor God. of my daughter, Gianna Pearl McKean. I had no idea until I just so happened to hear it on the show. So get this. Uh, and, and she said it's okay for me to share this with all of you. Gianna is 10 years old and was diagnosed with a very rare form of osteosarcoma. Mm. This happened last February. We've been living every parent's nightmare since then. Gianna has had many rounds of chemo, many surgeries, and in a last effort to save her life, she recently had her entire leg amputated at the hip joint. She suffered a major infection as a result of that surgery okay. and is now finally healing and in a somewhat stable place. We are hoping that Gianna will be accepted into a clinical trial soon to address the remaining cancer in her body. Despite this nightmare, she goes on to say, we were recently given the thrilling news that we will be going to Disney World in December through Make-A-Wish, Minnesota. Oh my God. She says, we never dreamed that we would be so excited and joyful during this difficult time. We are all looking forward to the trip more than words can describe. So thank you, Don and Steve, my talk, my sweet friend, Karen Kress, and all of the amazing donors. You really have no idea how much this affects families like ours. This is really sweet, too. She ends by saying... Uh, we cannot wait to walk through the gates of Disney, excuse me, of Disney World and forget about our troubles for six glorious days. Thank you. So I saw that. It was just like oh, so blown beautiful. away by it. Wow. And what a nice friend to make such a big donation. And oh she didn't even gosh. like notify her. You know, she didn't even right. say, hey, I just donated this. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, if you're <laughs> looking like, for God. sort of the, the impact, we're going to bring you a little more of that uh, later this hour at 930. We will hear from a Make-A-Wish family will be joining yes. on the show. We're looking forward to that. Um, but it, it just really it drives home how meaningful any contribution that you make to Make-A-Wish Minnesota is for these families that are going through such a tough time. Obviously, the children are most directly impacted. But, you know, as she references, we're living every parent's worst nightmare right now. Yeah. It's just such a, re uh, such a meaningful way for you to donate and impact somebody's life. So, and give a little, you know, respite to the, to yes. the parents oh just to have a little bit of joy when they're going through such a, such a trying and time. And making a, a good memory. Yes. That yes. could be, you yes. know... A time to really intentionally cherish yeah. each other. We went to Disney World back in April, and I think, you know, how fortunate. And maybe anyone who's been to Disney World with your family in the last year, <laughs> um, if you did that just as a fun trip because 2020 felt kind of lame, um, what, a, what a good perspective to know that there are other families who get an opportunity to go there through Make-A-Wish, and it's not just reprieve from a stressful year. It's reprieve from a life-changing diagnosis right. that they've received. And, 
and just the impact that that kind of trip, I remember the feeling we had. I just thought, oh, I don't have to think about work or yeah. anything for the next week. And they yeah. get to really lay down some heavy loads that they are all bearing right now. So, Haley, thank you. Uh, to Gianna, uh, we love you, and we hope that the time at Disney is fabulous and that there, is, there are just wonderful things Absolutely. to come. Uh, let's set a goal. We're going to put you on the spot, Patterson, because you're real good at this. Okay, let's do, by the end of this hour, mm-hmm. $15,000. Okay, oh, yeah. We, we are at $12,053 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you would be so kind as to donate, just go to mytalk1071.com. Follow the prompts once you get to Project Down and Dirty, uh, where you can donate for Team Donna and Steve. And uh, we would truly appre- appreciate that on behalf of all these families going through really hard times. Okay, so we're going to give you uh, uh, sprinkles of, of course, opportunities for you to donate and get involved, take you behind the scenes here at Extreme Sandbox for Project Down and Dirty. We're also going to give you just some fun uh, stuff that you expect from us, including a fun fact about the royal family coming up next. You think you know everything about Queen Elizabeth oh, II? How many monarchies... <laughs> Do you think she oversees? Oh, I don't know that. That when we come back, it's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. Hello, welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. One hundred seven one. Everything You're entertainment. So pleasant. Ah, uh, thanks, John. That's the voice of John McClain. She hangs out with us hey, for John. the first hour of our show every single day. Uh, we are live at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings. Uh, what do you want to do first? You want to give us some fun facts, or do you um, want to? Yeah, let's do some fun facts. I got a good one here that I think I don't understand. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, you consider yourself a royal expert? Of course not. <laughs> now, you know my rule with uh, with things that make you go, huh? Is I don't research these. I give you, you one get line. One headline. There are no follow up questions, and we always ask, and then we just go. Mm. That yeah. or huh, and then I move up because there's things that make you go huh. I suppose this could be read two different ways. There are 17 monarchies in the world ruled by a queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> 16 of those. <laughs> 16 of those are Queen Elizabeth II. The only other is the Kingdom of Denmark. Yeah, which is ruled by Queen Margaret II. May I ask a question? Sure. To yourself or us? To the room. Okay. Okay. I read this a all few times the other this people, morning. the crew have left. Have you noticed? Everybody's yeah, gone. Everybody's what alone. Like, they, they, okay. I I read this multiple times. It scattered almost, like cockroaches. Yeah. So like we turn the lights on. Hey guys, done it's the experience. <laughs> I guess we're on our own over here. <laughs> oh, the experience. Um, I don't. I almost googled it, but then I stopped out of principle, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need to look this up. But I don't understand if that means that Queen Elizabeth II, mm-hmm. our queen, if she rules 17 monarchies or if 16 of the 17 monarchies in the world today happen to be queened by a Queen Elizabeth II in title. I can tell you what it means. Yes, this is a part of the English Commonwealth. These are other countries that they lord over. There used to be a lot more, like India, for instance. Uh, Bahamas, I believe. So they use, uh, you know, British money. And they are ruled yes. by Britain. The, the Queen. And yes. so, so yes. that is Queen El- That means That's part of the their- Commonwealth. Kind of yeah. like Puerto Rico is belongs to the It's like US. a like a property or yeah. no, no, property's it's, yeah. of, it's a, what's it yeah. called? Uh, if you're a geography buff, call us. Don't we don't <laughs> no. want to get the phones through. <laughs> um yeah, so it's a part of the Commonwealth. Okay. And that's why, you know, if you watch the crown, you'll see um, you know, 
Prince Philip and everything that with the old ones, he would go visit the yes. other countries in the Commonwealth. Yes. Exactly. It's really important to visit them and go, we care about you. Yeah, we see we, you. We lord over you and you you are ours, but hey, so let's way. wave. and oh, you know. okay. exactly. yes, yes, yes. That's great. Thank you, Don. That mm-hmm. was helpful. All right. Anything Thanks. else, Steve, you'd like um, to share? After Deliverance was released in 1972, tourism became the main source of income in Robin County, Georgia, where the movie was made. Oh, I oh. thought that was West Virginia. Your neck of the woods. Donna. Mm, bad things were happening in that movie. Oh, yeah. Mm, it was a good movie, though. Was it? A- they were taking, like, a bro trip. Oh, you don't know it? No, all I know is, oh. and it has to do with uh, an author. Is this a Stephen King thing? Where are we talking no, about? This? No, no Stephen King. But it's terrible. A bunch ding, of ding, guys ding, ding, ding. Yeah. go on a yes. That's where that comes from. Dueling banjos. Oh, fun! Sounds like a musical. So a bunch of guys go on a like a canoe trip a canoe for trip? the weekend, uh-huh. and things go terribly wrong. Yeah, because there's some weird local, really creepy hillbillies in the woods oh. and that's when you hear that banjo song as they're floating down the river mm-hmm. and they get captured by them yes and then oh, really no. bad things happen that um, like a leak in their canoe nope. no no nope, no 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 nope, nope. worse i'm gonna make worse. you squeal like a pig is something one of the hillbillies say squeal how will they get him to squeal i don't want to talk about Steve. it we'll tell you off the air the worst thing you can think of think prison Bad things that happen in prison. <laughs> okay. Oh, one last one. Uncomfortable. Oh my gosh! Do oh, it no, for two. the kids. We're doing it for the kids, guys. You know <laughs> you're, you're all of this right broadcast. I'm just saying. You know we're entertaining you for to raise money for kids. I'm going to rattle off three more that are going to be great and lift our spirits, despite Don's feeble oh, attempt there. My. Okay. <laughs> uh, the actor Bella Lugosi was buried in one of his Dracula costumes. <sighs> Yeah, that's my Bella Lugosi. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Bella Lugosi. Whatever. He's yeah, Dracula, right? Yeah. That's great. Donna, if you watch, you can watch us on YouTube right now. Please don't. See Donna do another. Please, if you, if you wanted to do another impression of Bella Lugosi, yes, maybe great. you can give us, um, look, just like maybe uh, less than $200 to get us up to $13,000. we are almost there. And then Donna will do, oh my gosh. Uh, Oh, we're seventy-seven dollars away from thirteen grand. Our goal is fifteen thousand dollars for Make a Wish, Minnesota yeah, by ten o'clock. Can we just read a couple of names here? Yeah, yeah, please um, do. Because there's a, there's people who are um, th- there are dedications here. Um, let me Casey Casey. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thank you with your dedication. <laughs> uh, thank you to Sharon. Uh, Lori says uh, she donated in honor of her niece who received a kidney that saved her life. Oh, wow. Oh, God bless her. Um, Wendy gave $50 in honor of those kids who are way stronger than she will ever be. Uh, Carrie donated. Amanda and Sarah, thank you. And Jessica um, also donated. Kelsey, um, we've got $50 from Carla in honor of her sister of the hearts. Uh, nephew Ronnie, may his make-a-wish come true. 
Uh, Teresa, Michelle gave $50 dedicated to um, Jack Taggart, the most brave, uh, the most brave, I don't know what that word is, a strong-willed young man I have ever known. These are so beautiful, you guys. Um, Rebecca said, thanks for making me cry at work. Here's 50 bucks. Oh, so many donations in the last... Uh 20 minutes, you guys? Really? really And $100 donations, $200 donations. Thank you, Aaron and Carrie, our regulars. Thank you to Susan. Uh, Anonymous, $75. Um, Jessica wants to give a shout-out to Jesus. Shout-out. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Um, And (laughs) Stacy gave $25 on behalf of anyone who wants to experience Disney through Make-A-Wish. I recently moved to Florida and was reminded of the joy that Disney provides. All right, more Project Down and Dirty Live at Extreme Sandbox when we come back. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve. Don McLean joins us as well. Uh, we are live at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings, Minnesota for Project Down and Dirty, where we are raising money for some really great causes, including Make-A-Wish Minnesota. Yeah, Make-A-Wish Minnesota uh, is a local chapter of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and that means that they really rely on local donations and local support. We've learned this week that they have more wishes that come in than they can grant, and that's because there's limited funding. That's where you can enter the picture and be a part of helping these wishes to get granted so that families who are facing a really, really difficult time have an opportunity to just breathe a little bit. We shared a story at the top of the show um, about a family yesterday, young Gianna, who is 10, uh, and she had $2,000 that were donated in honor of her and her courageous fight. And her mother sent this beautiful note. They're going to be going to Disney World uh, a little bit later on this year, and they just can't wait for the six days to unplug from the battle and enjoy each other and enjoy Disney World. Uh, we are so happy to be joined now uh, by a, a father of a Make-A-Wish recipient, which is so wonderful. Let me, I'm going to ask you this first. Martine and Martine, we've gone back and forth, <laughs> and we have a bit of a hung jury here. I suppose you can be the deciding vote, since after all, it's your name. I feel like if I had to decide right now, and they gave me the, the say, I would certainly go with Martine, based on a phonetic pronunciation that was given to us, would you <laughs> rule in favor of Martine or prefer to be called Martine? You are fully correct. It is Martine. 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 Got it. Well, Maritime. You, um, you can watch this, by the way. It's up on uh, the My Talk YouTube page right now. You can see Martine. Martine is here because uh, you guys experienced a wish being granted from Make a Wish. Tell us about your little guy, Christian, and how this all came together. Yeah, I can start at the beginning. So Christian, at age four, in the summer of 2018, was diagnosed with leukemia. We had to spend a with our friends, and he was just very tired. There he is. There he is. There's Christian popping into the frame back there. Hi, Christian. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So you said you were noticing he was uh, he was tired. I think a lot of parents hear these stories and they think, what were some of the warning signs? What might some of the, the early symptoms have been? So you said you noticed Christian being a little bit just run down, more tired than usual? Oh, we lost him. Oh, we lost gosh, darn him. It. Oh, there, we, there he is All again. Right, now we okay. got him back. Hang on. Let's bring you back. Mar- oh, Martine is back in the building. Uh, Christian, Hi, Christian is by his side. Hi, Christian. Hey, let's pick up where we left off there. You were just talking uh, about some of the signs that you started to notice. What had you seen in Christian that caused some concern? Yeah. Interestingly, it was only a minimal concern. 
so he was just tired for about five, six days, but it didn't get any better. Um, no extreme warning signs, nothing that any parent would really be worried about, but enough for us after those couple of days to say, let's have him checked out. Um, so at, on Monday morning, we went to Mayo Clinic, Southeast Mayo Clinic, and in talking to the doctor, it was the same thing. They thought maybe he has a virus, maybe it's mono, nothing too alarming, but they still wanted to do a blood draw and an x-ray. And they called us back 7.30 p.m. Um, I remember my wife answering the phone and pacing through the, through the house. And they basically told us straight away and saying, you're coming to the emergency room right now. After that, you'll go straight to the ICU because your son has leukemia. Oh, my oh. goodness. Boy. Can you talk, how did that diagnosis affect not just, obviously, Christian, but the family as a whole? You know, those first days, weeks are a blur. Um, you know, as anybody tell you, when something like that happens, it turns into a blur. You don't know what's happening. It's, it's so true. Mm. Um, your life is turned upside down. We, like I said, we ended up in the ICU. His white blood cell count, which is the measure for leukemia, was about 20 times higher than you need for the diagnosis of leukemia. And we were at the clinic this week, and one of our nurses told us still, and the doctors too, that it was the highest white blood cell count they had ever seen. Wow. You don't want to hear that when you're at Mayo Clinic, where rare cases come, that you are becoming a rare case. Um, the consequence that is that his blood was so thick that he was at risk for getting a stroke, mm -hmm. uh, that his heart would get clogged or anything, that we could lose him any minute. And and maybe that's the saving grace of that blur. We, although my wife and I both are medical professionals, didn't realize that severity. So you come into this new world where mm -hmm. your life is turned upside down and they tell you you're going to be in the hospital for about a month. It might be two. Mm -hmm start procedures, they're going to start dialysis, potentially there were other things that they had to do to preserve his life and to save his life at that moment. Um, your life changes. Your whole life changes, yeah. no kidding. I have a question re regarding sort of the, this experience. So as, as people hear your story of, again, your son Christian, who at the time was four, just seeming a little out of sorts for a couple of days, and then suddenly you find out it's leukemia, and it's and it's aggressive, and, and treatment has to start uh, almost immediately. Obviously, that that rocks your world, and none of us can imagine having never been in that position what that experience is like. Um, what maybe you could shed some light on is your encounter now with with Make a Wish as you walk this road, and it is really really difficult. Take us to January of 2020, a couple years after the diagnosis, when they come in and say, you know what, we can grant the wish and we can send you guys to Disney. How did that news hit you, uh, your wife, and your son? Obviously, you know, when they, when they tell you it's a three and a half year journey, it, it is something that when it affects your world, you know, everybody of us, is, you know, we have three kids, life is busy. It's 95% busy, you find that one, two moments that there is. Now it's 120% busy. You get, you get a hospital visit, hospital stays. We stayed about 80 days in the hospital that first year. No, when Make-A-Wish comes in and says, we are going to send you on a vacation. We are going to send you on a trip and you do not have to worry about, about, the trip, about 
how to get to the to the airport, about what you're going to do at the park, and the park where you're going to stay. At first, that it's still overwhelming. It's you know you're filled with gratitude. It's a it's a wonderful feeling, obviously. But only when we got there, we really got that realization of what that meant to our family, because we could fully, fully forget about everything. You know, life the year and a half at that point was spent in the hospital, out of the hospital, hospital visits, medications, etc. And now, including now our teenage boys, we could enjoy being a family again. We go to the park, and you know, we can never go back to Disney because what Make a Wish does when you go to Disney <laughs> is they provide front of the line tickets. Right. Oh, <laughs> to go. oh don't bury the lead. Oh my gosh. There is, there is no wait for characters, for rides, for anything. And so you get to do every ride you want. You get to meet every character you want. The characters take extra time because they recognize Christian as, as a wish kid. So they spend some time with them when they want to take a picture and really make him feel and us, our family, part of that magical world. Uh, Martine, let me uh, let me close with this for folks who are who are listening right now and obviously moved by your story. Um, what would you say to them if maybe they're on the fence? They've heard us saying, "Hey, you should really give to Make a Wish, Minnesota." Uh, what would your challenge be to someone who's on the fence, hasn't quite pulled the trigger just yet to throw some money down in the way of Make a Wish, Minnesota? It's a gift of a lifetime. For us, it, it, we will look back at this trip as something that took us away from everything, took us away from treatments, took away from thinking about having a sick child and be normal. That's what you give to these families and whatever they wish, uh, whatever these kids want and, and think about, it's not as crazy and weird as it can be. Make a wish will make it happen and make that special for a family. Um, let us ask you this, Martine, how is Christian doing today? We saw him pop up behind you yeah. at one point. He looked full of energy. That's as much as you can get from him on these kinds of things <laughs> as we have shared the great news of Make-A-Wish and, and, and to all these you know, great causes like yours, raising money for it. Uh, he is doing great. Actually, I have, have wonderful news, and I would love to share that with everybody. Yes. Oh, please. Uh, on Tuesday, he had his last intravenous, so IV chemo. Yay. Yes. He has uh, now nine days left of taking pills. And on next Saturday, he will be done with treatment. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That's incredible. That is wonderful. Yeah. Oh. Wonderful news. So at that to point, hear. He, will, he will be a wish kid and not a cancer patient, but a cancer survivor. Oh, God that love you guys. That is wonderful news. That is, thank you for sharing that with us because you know we were talking yesterday about some of the research that's out there that when when these kids get uh, wishes granted that it really is an emotional turning point and often then a physical turning point in, in these really really difficult battles that they have uh, Martine don't call him Martine we thank you so much <laughs> for joining us our love to you your family to Christian who is so brave in his journey um, and congratulations on next Saturday of him becoming a cancer survivor. Thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it.
Thank you very much for having me, and thank you so much for, for picking Make-A-Wish as your charity for this event. Well, you know what? I think there are thank a couple uh, great ways that people can get involved right now. Obviously, if they were moved by the story, uh, go to mytalk1071.com, hit the donate button on Don and Steve. You'll find Make-A-Wish. You'll have a donation in in a matter of minutes. It is so simple. You will feel good the rest of the day because you did good. So you can give from a really good place in your heart yes. or... You can give from a place of rage when you notice that the tech, uh, technological connection starts trying to break up. If you want to just put down money against internet rage right. in the name of Make-A-Wish Minnesota, have at it. We would love that. We yes. think it would be wonderful. Either way, donate the money will be put to great work by Make-A-Wish Minnesota. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at how we're doing money-wise, donation-wise, when we come back. Thank you all for listening. Uh, also, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Say something. Um, there's a new show coming back. Is that where we are right now? Yeah. There's a, there's a new show, a reality show coming back. It's not new, but it's going to be coming back again. And you don't like it. I can tell by I your face. Like I love this show. Oh. I'm really mad about it, actually. I'll tell you why. <laughs> that also coming up next on My Talk. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Don McLean hanging with us as well. Before we get to a couple of announcements, I just want to tell you that I saw this story, so I have to say something. Uh, Mina Likey. Oh. Fox is bringing back Joe Millionaire. That awful. Well, they had to wait a show. while because, you know, you couldn't yeah. do a season two. Couldn't, no. If everybody remembers Joe Millionaire, it was where they posed this guy who was, in reality, would have fit right in here. He was a construction worker. Yes. Just this blue-collar dude. They posed him as a millionaire, and mm-hmm. then they brought all of these thirsty women together and said, <laughs> do you want to have a shot at marrying Joe Millionaire? It would not only change your love life, it would change your financial life. Right. And it turns out he wasn't a millionaire at all um, since... Uh, you know, hmm, I don't know what I was going to say, but there's a new version of the show. It's called Joe Millionaire for Richer or Poorer. And what they're doing is they're taking two guys courting 20 women. One of those guys is Ah. a millionaire and the other one isn't. And the women don't know which is which. (laughs) I like this. The show is already in the can. It's going to premiere in January. I don't like this at all. I just think it makes Yes. Do they know that they have to try to figure out who the millionaire is? Or do they think both are millionaires? These are all really good questions that I don't mm. have answers to. Because that's to. what I thought was shady about the last one. Is it put they them in a position, they tricked the women and lied to the women? Yep. Not that I think it's great to go after a guy because he has money, because I don't really agree with that. But still, it really is sort of like a bait-and-switch type of a thing. And it, it kind of set them up to look like bad people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look like sure. gold diggers. Yeah. It just, it just, it's putting, it's shedding, you know, it's putting women in that light that makes us sound like we're just after guys for their money. Whereas... So let me ask this. Would it have been better, would it be sitting better with you if this time around they had women? If it was As Jenny Jillionaire. Exactly. No, I think get rid of this concept, period. No, get rid of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Don't, we need more of this. This is interesting to me. Oh. Now I want to find out who's the millionaire. The bait and switch. Now, what's so tough about Joe Millionaire is you get down to the end, and then when he says, so I don't actually own that house, that's not my house, and my boss said I have to be at work extra early tomorrow morning, like when he reveals he's just a construction worker, 
obviously you would be disappointed because you just found out you were lied to you were for duped. a long time, which yes. then means your disappointment looks like, yeah. oh, I'm not getting the money, where it's really disappointment in, wait, you're not who you said you are? That's exactly right. I understand that element of it. And also really like the 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 reveal of all of it because you know you'll find some some people will be involved saying hey i could really use some of that money like i like him and i like the idea that he's got a big 401k cling, but cling, what cling. if the guy who doesn't have the money doesn't just not qualify as a millionaire but he's like basically Love yes it. living in his mom's basement Love it. okay that's a different level because i wouldn't date a guy who lives in his mom's basement sorry neither sorry guys sorry to all my gamer what about like um entry level or executive <laughs> You know, one's entry level, one's an executive. So I, no one's living in their basement, but, you know, it just started out. I think it depends where you are in life. Oh, please do tell, Judy Jillian. It doesn't matter. I, I only, <laughs> you, I don't need anybody else's money. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, yeah. I'm open to other people's money. Anyway, money. I don't like it. It's coming in January. Watch it if you want. I suggest. Is it going to be on Fox? Yes, it is. I'm going to watch that. All right, Steve. A bachelor, bachelorette, white noise to me. Me Can't no likey, it. me no care. You give me a real Joe Millionaire too. at the end. I think Joe Millionaire was one of the most interesting <laughs> concepts for a reality dating show that we've ever seen. And you're right. You can't do a season two. Not no, 20 years ago. No, because you're already, yeah. I mean, you have to wait a while. The so same girls are they, dumb again. They, <laughs> you gotta, the whole cycle has to yeah. go through. It's the same reason that they have to stop doing Undercover Boss. Because if right. you have someone who comes in with like a sham wow on their head and thick glasses, yeah, like, you oh, realize. Yeah, why didn't any of those people ever know? Can we talk about the costuming department at Undercover I Boss? It's I like mean, they went to Party, Party City, City in Oklahoma City and said, let me just pick out a few things here. By the end, I think mustache. it was just them putting on like the Groucho Marx glasses and moving mustache. <laughs> and it's like, I agree. Can we please just stop oh, acting God. like we're Oh, my this? gosh. You guys, we've got a couple of announcements that we have to make. And one of them has to do with you coming to see us at Extreme Sandbox tomorrow. There's a there's a couple of things that you can do. Uh, Steve's going to tell you what those things are. No, Donna, I thought you were you were all geared up for it. Well, um, here's one really cool thing I want to tell you about is that tomorrow you do have an opportunity still to be here uh, with us. So yes. you can w- when you put that ticket purchase down on the Project Down and Dirty page on My Talk 107.1, go to My Talk's uh, webpage. You will then have an opportunity to buy those tickets. Know that that money is going toward a great cause, and then you get to see us wreak havoc here in the gravel pits yeah, at Extreme Sandbox in Hastings. It's a fun Friday night. We'd love yeah. to have you. Yes, out here. just click on buy tickets for car tickets and general admission. Uh, in, and by the way, um, El Burrito Mercado is going to be it. here. El Burrito Mercado. Okay, fine. That's fine. That's... It sounded good to hear you try. The therapist said that's important. I was just Americanizing it. I'm sorry. I blew up. Okay. (laughs) I'm American. Yet when she says Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Okay. (laughs) But she can't do El Burrito Mercado. Touche. But anyway. um, (laughs) Mumbai. That's um, Mumbai. Mumbai. We're trying to reach a goal in the next eight minutes of $15,000. I know. We're almost there. Come on, guys. Just a little more. uh, $13,583 right now. Uh, So we would love it if you went to the MyTalk page, hit donate, and that money will go to a wonderful, uh, wonderful cause. Uh, We've got some really, really nice messages from uh, wonderful donors and one of them includes Erica who gave us a hundred bucks dedicated to Disney lovers uh, she says we don't take it for granted now um, 
uh, how how awesome it is to take a healthy kid to Disney. Mm, that's, um, yeah. That that's a really great point. Lori uh, dedicated to oh. her daughter because someone gave the ultimate gift to her in the way of a heart. Oh right. my gosh! Holy smokes, Lori! Thank you. That's amazing. Tammy gave in uh, memory of Evan Herrenstein, my grandson who passed away at age seven last March. He was able to oh. visit Disneyland on a family trip. Uh, Stacy, on behalf of anyone who wants to experience Disney through Make-A-Wish, uh, she recently moved to Florida and was reminded of the joy of Disney. Just all, all these wonderful messages. If you would like to include a message, we would be very happy to read them. You right know, now, though, we need your money. Yeah, send us your money right now, and we will send it to Make-A-Wish, Minnesota. They're just doing wonderful work. Also, you know, maybe we should do this. Um, we'll do this at 10 o'clock after our uh, next brief break. We'll come back with the Dirt Alert with uh, DJ Rock Lobster, who will join us. But we need to detail what our afternoon was like yesterday here at Extreme Sandbox. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. We, uh, we got off the show yesterday. And then uh, a bunch of people appeared to be working out there. Don and I went and sat on the bed of a fire truck for about an hour. Yeah, I was sleeping inside. <laughs> Don crawled out of the fire truck. We thought it was a joke. I thought you were doing a video with Hannah. No, and then I looked. Your I hair really was did. a little off to the side. Yes, she had her jammies I on and everything. I needed to take a snooze. <laughs> she tried. She napped in the back of the fire truck. But the the thing with fire truck seatbelts is the the part that you buckle into. They're they're pressed out. They're not flexible. They no, are rigid. They're in my back. I was like, why do they even need seat belts in fire trucks? Yeah. So she rolled out of that. We played around on some equipment. Other people appeared to be doing work. But then, uh, in the afternoon during the Kalina Bradley show, Donna and I, along with Jason and Don, got to go out and actually man excavators and get inside of these. Uh, what's your thing called? A bulldozer. A bulldozer. Oh, I loved it. So we will detail uh, some of the highs and lows of that experience and why Kenny tells us we should be really optimistic about what's going to happen today. We're also going to let you know about, uh, we're going to tell you all about the experience we had. There will be a way for you to do the same thing that we did and know that money from that is going yet again to a wonderful cause. Absolutely. When we come back, let's talk to uh, one of our presenting sponsors. We're going to talk to Joel with Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. They've got some great shows. Uh, we'll tell you what they are and uh, why they decided to get involved with Project Down and Dirty this year. Coming up next on My Talk.